Hello, kings and queens. Welcome to the Family Room Podcast, a safe space to uplift and provide encouragement. We will explore biblical perspectives on various topics that we face in life. The goal is simple, to foster common ground where we can journey together in our spiritual growth, personal growth, and relational growth. So sit back, relax, and get ready to enjoy positive vibes. Now, here's your host, who's honored to serve you, Christina Stevenson. What's up, kings and queens? I'm super excited to be back. It's been a while since I last recorded, and I do hope that you and your families have been doing well. So I'm switching things up a bit, and I thought it would be cool to have some of my very own family members join us on upcoming episodes to discuss various topics. I mean, who better to have in the family room than my actual family? So we're kicking things off southbound this evening by checking in with two of the coolest people that I know, and of course, I'm biased with making that statement, to check in with them and see how things have been going. I would like to welcome my cousins, James and Jasmine. What's up, y'all? Hey. Hey, what's going on? Welcome. The South is in the house. So thank y'all for coming on and being willing to share. I definitely appreciate it. So you already know what type of space this is. Uplifting and positivity, I'm all about it. And with that being said, I have a couple of house rules. Keep it real and also keep it respectful. And of course, no negativity. But of course, I know I don't have to tell you all of that. So we're all good. So welcome. What's been going on? Hey, they've been, uh, they've been feeling good, you know new way of life, adapt, adapting, and uh, taking it day by day, one step at a time. Yep, same. With my, with my yeah. beautiful wife and family. Oh, yeah. Just been chilling, you know, trying to, um, you know, gather, gather thoughts and really understand what's going on and trying to wrap, you know, my head around it and still trying to live at the same time, you know, but Everything's good, ain't nothing. We're all safe, healthy. So, can't complain. That's good, that's good. So that's why I wanted to have you both on, to come on and check in with you guys, see how things have been going with you and your family, with your jobs and you know things of that nature. So it's, it's basically like a welfare check, so. How have both of you been dealing with everything that's going on with this pandemic? Like, honestly. Uh, you know, it, it's like, um, you know, it hasn't been easy. Um, as a matter of fact, when I, when I actually sit back and think about it, it's like, number one, it, it seems like it went by super duper fast, right? But and then when you sit back and think, it's like, man, like, you know, looking at, okay, when this first started, everything's on lockdown. You know, I, I would say I didn't like make it a point to like, okay, day one, I'm going to start doing this until now. But just kind of looking back, like, you know, dang, man, if I was, you know, doing like 10 pushups every day or something like that, you know, for the time being, or, you know, get a little bit better with, uh, you know, or I guess uh, though the word that Jasmine was telling me the other day was like trying to be intentional with like day-to-day everything 
you know, not just kind of taking it however it comes, but like being intentional about, okay, this is what I'm going to set out to do. And this is what I accomplished. And then, you know, uh, you know, didn't get it accomplished today. Then, okay, let's try try it again next day. So, you know, it ain't been easy this whole pandemic, but, you know, like Jasmine said uh, uh, in the intro, she's, you know, I'm, I'm alive and happy and, you know, got my family and, you know, it's all about progress anyway, so. <laughs> Sound like a blessed man. Yeah. Sound like a blessed man to me. What about you, Jazz? Yeah, it's like, like Jim said, it's, been, it's going by super quick. Like, we're almost two years into this thing. Like, two whole years. And you know, whenever it started, BJ wasn't even one yet. BJ is my son, for all the listeners. He wasn't even one yet. He's about to be three. It was like, this whole time, like, I think, like, now that I sit back and think about it, I think the, the thing that I'm most thankful for is, like, being able to actually see him grow up. Not that I wouldn't have seen him, but, you know, like, going to work and then if he's in daycare, you miss a lot of that time. So the silver lining in all of this is growing and getting to see my family so much more than I ever would have if it would have ever happened. My my immediate family. I hadn't I hadn't really been able to see my, you know, not distant family, but you know, like people that's not my family and my kids and my I haven't been able to see them much, but me and James every day. <laughs> every day we see each other. Like I mean, you know, all all day. DJ, I get to see him all day, every day. So I know his quirks. I know him. It's not like the daycare is raising him for us. Mm. Um, I mean, he's in daycare now, but we've had so much time with him to, you know, um, not mold him, but teach him our ways of doing things. Um, so that's one good thing. That's one good thing out of this whole pandemic. Um, but other than that, you know, it's been a lot of self-reflection and a lot of self-learning. Um, just really trying to figure out who I am as a person, as a woman, as a woman of God, as a mother, you know, as a wife. Um, so I think reflection has been a big part of this whole ordeal. Wow, that's, that's good. So both of you said two things that I like. First, being intentional. Um, that's big because that takes effort, that takes commitment to be intentional. Um, like you said, taking day by day, but not just lopsy-daisy, just basically being intentional, okay, mapping out how today is going to be. Because basically, you set the tone for each day. It starts with you. It's a decision. And some of us, you know, depending on the day, we have challenges with that. So like I said, it, it takes effort, hard work to be intentional. So I like that. And I also like what you said, Jasmine, about I never even thought about this. Families are able to watch their kids grow, have that un that attention, you know, to watch, you know, in your case, BJ, as he grows up, he's a toddler now. And, you know, watching him grow, um, seeing how he responds to different things. And, you know, you have a really good work-life balance. 
you know, where you're able to be there, both you and James, to be there for him. So he's benefiting from you both being in the house. Whereas if, you know, this pandemic wasn't going on, like you said, you know, we're normally busy going to the office, driving here, driving there. The kids are at the daycare majority of the day. So you get like two or three hours by the time they get home to yeah. feed them and put them to bed. I never even thought about that. Most times you hear parents saying, okay, I'm spending too much time with my kids. <laughs> Everybody in the house together clashing and, you know, but I didn't even think, you know, on the other side of that. So that's, that's really good. I like that. Um, getting back to being intentional. What about self-care? How are you both taking care of yourself, one another, doing, you know, all of this? Mm. Well, I, I was, <laughs> yeah. because so the intent, intent, that was my word, my, my word for my birthday. And I'm going to be honest and say that up until recently, I didn't really act on what I had said about being intentional. Um, so, I mean, you know, you drop the ball and then you kind of get back on it, but then you might drop the ball again and then you get back on it. Um, but it, it's like, even like we, we spend a lot of time together. So it's easy to get into this, um, routine mm -hmm. of, I don't, I don't want to say nothing, but I'm going to say nothing for lack of better words. Um, it's just like, okay, you wake up, you roll out of bed, you got to get on a couple meetings on Zoom, do some work at your desk. I might watch a couple shows here or there, but you and, and but sometimes you actually take time out to you know do stuff with your family because you because you have the time. But it's just like okay, sleep, work, family time sometimes, and then all over again, all over again, all over again. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's like, um, how have how have we been handling self care and caring for each other? It's been hit and miss. But I think um, the fact that we have more opportunity to do it is what makes it so much better than before, if that makes mm. sense. It does, yes. Yeah, um, I take the, you know, I guess the same stance on that too, because you could literally be here and like just days go by, I mean, you know, which they do, but it's like, dang, well, you know, like what did I do it you know be like almost well it's like I'm at the office you know what I'm saying because you know I'm here with my family or whatever and you know they're you know if you don't like like the word you know intentional be about uh you know setting that time out it's like like one of the things that um I don't know if, if we intended to do this but um it just happens like our offices are like on two opposite sides of the house so you know, Jasmine's on our meetings and I'm on my meetings and, you know, Javon's there sometimes at daycare or whatever. So like normally Jasmine's coming in the kitchen, you know, get a snack or whatever, but like, she'll come over and just like, come, I'm like, Hey, can I have a hug or something like that? You know, and she'll give Aww. me a hug. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, okay. Just like, cause I, I promise you like, like one thing that work, like can, uh, it's like they, they specialize in this, specialize in this. It's like the same way that I sometimes feel at work is like the same way that I sometimes feel at home. Like 
you know, whether it's frustration or like, oh my goodness, you know, and trying to like leave that, you know, before I walk in the door, it's like, okay, cause I got a ride or something, you know, from the job back mm-hmm. to my house, but I'm hopping off my computer. Like today I was, uh, I mean, it's a Friday. I'm, I was at work till like five thirty, six o'clock. I'm just like, come on, it shouldn't be taking this long, but like, you know, having a having to you know stop and like go right into the living room it's like oh my goodness like it's, it's amazing but i gotta you know work on that you know being able to leave it leave it at the computer or whatever if that makes sense and i guess i don't know if that that answered the question of self-care but um yeah we try it's tough <laughs> no and you you make a good point both of you it's like you know you're working from home now so like you said normally you could take that ride that you have um coming home from the job to adjust maybe put mm-hmm. some music on maybe yeah. ride in silence stop and get you something to eat and make that adjustment before you walk into the door so you can realize that you know there's the separation between work and home but when you're working from home and you just going from one room to the next it's like you don't have a time you don't have time to adjust mm-hmm. so it's like how do you <laughs> how do you separate you know you see your laptop how do you make sure, no, I'm not going to work overtime. I'm not going to work on the weekends. Yeah, right, How do you right. keep that line of separation, like being intentional about keeping that line of separation between work and home? Because I know when we first, for me, when we first transitioned from the office to home, I was having the biggest challenge because I would see my laptop and I would consistently think, okay, let me go work because I can get ahead of what I have coming up the next day. Yeah. You burn yourself out like that. Yeah. If you don't cut it off or you know make a commitment to say each day I'm done. I'm I'm work is over. I'm at home now. I'm relaxing. So it took maybe over a year for me to get out of that mm-hmm. to be able to walk past my laptop and not open it and say, well, let me just work for like 30 more minutes or an hour. And then that turns out to be like three or four hours. That I'm not getting paid for. Yo, that's like, <laughs> like I was telling Jasmine, I was like, uh, like I said, I, what, what did I say, Jasmine? I said, um, I was like, well, I, I, what did I say? I was like, would it be better to work while, I, like, this is the evening time or like get up early, yeah. the, the evening time to try to catch up or, or get up early and try to, you know, you know, you know, work on it or whatever. And it's like, man, you know, I'm missing out on sleep. You know, uh, it's just like, man, just trying to, you know, just that, you know. It's a, um, I ain't gonna say I can relate because I can, I can leave my computer and not touch it. <laughs> you don't have that issue, I see. Not, I mean, uh, <laughs> nope, I'm sorry. I don't, because I don't, like, the way, the way that I, like, okay, I get my work done, but they ask so much of me, like, while I'm there, like, by the time that all of that is over, it's like, nope, that's it, y'all got me tomorrow, I'm about to go do my thing now, and that was even, that was even when we were in the office, so, but I get get what y'all are saying, because that's a big thing that they try to stress at work, which is where all jobs tell you to have some work-life balance, but they don't actually mean it. They don't actually mean it at all. Um, so. Yeah, you have to set boundaries. And I'm glad, Jazz, you set boundaries. Yeah, yeah. And you gotta, you gotta, 
you got to make them honor your boundaries or you're never going to commit to them. You know, Mm. if you allow them to step over those boundaries, they're going to keep doing it because they know you're going to be there to answer their call. So, you know, that's just a life, that's a life thing too, you know? It is. You you have to teach people how to treat you and that's a way to do it respectfully and say no and be okay with that. (laughs) Yeah. Not feel guilty, not take it on. No. And I'm done. So I think I'm walking in that now. And I think for me, I was trying to find, I think like James too, when I came home, I'm like, what time works better for me? Because it's, that's another thing. You can get distracted while you're at home. You have so much to do at home and you're like, okay, clearly I'm working right now. So let me just stick to work and, you know, just do that. But you know, while you're at home, you're like, let me take care of this. Let me take care of that. And before you know it, you know, you didn't veered off <laughs> transition from work, you know, to taking care of things at the house. So. But yeah, I think a lot of people can fall in one of those two categories, having challenges with setting boundaries or they set boundaries pretty well. So. But you guys need to work on that vital care, self-care, excuse me, that, that's vital. Um, taking care of yourself, you know, especially with all of this going on. Um, even if it's taking an hour or two out the day and just doing something that you like to do, you both like to do, or, you know, just to give yourself that, that time, that space. Um, don't neglect yourself, you know, during the season. Mm-hmm definitely take care of you because you can't pour from an empty cup that's that's my whole you know point with all of this and um well well one one thing I got a self-care thing that James does he just started he took up golf so he goes to the golfing range every now and then okay you know spend some time hitting some balls out there letting them the and the, the the amazing part about it the place stays open super late. So I'm gonna be out there, just it'll be dark. Don't nobody be out there hardly. Just out there relaxing. I was gonna go today, but I had something scheduled. So I didn't go. I had something scheduled like around seven. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wonder what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, so, um, you know, that, that's a new that's a new thing and, uh, oh god okay and that was gonna I actually was gonna ask you guys have you picked up any new hobbies since this pandemic has started so that's perfect at least right into that question yeah um I mean I, I don't know what what kind of got me interested in golf no actually um a funny story right so my father-in-law um no actually so, you know, they got top golf or whatever, you know, we went once or twice or something, but I was talking to uh, my best friend and he was like, yeah, man, let's go to top golf, you know, or drive shack. So we got one up the street here um, where we live. And, um, you know, we up there, it's like, man, you know, getting to it, it's like, man, I'm about to start, you know, we're about to start going, you know, every month or so, trying to get better, looking at videos, sending stuff back and forth. Then out of nowhere, my mother-in-law calls me and said, hey, uh, you know, um, uh, my father-in-law has some, or Mr. Douglas has some um, clubs. 
you know, you want them? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm just thinking about getting it to him. He's like, yeah, you know, it's crazy. He bought these clubs however long ago. Uh, and they're left-handed clubs. And I'm left-handed. So it's like, man, you can't tell me that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like perfect. So got wow. the clubs and, uh, you know, go out there and, you know, do my thing. It's just, you know, very relaxing. I enjoy it a lot. That's good. That's that's good. What about uh, you, Jess? You know, no crypto, crypto. <laughs> there's a lot of things that I want to do. I have not been the most successful in following through with those ideas. So hobbies, no. Interest, yes. So okay. I, started, I started working out, but then I stopped. I said I wanted to start running. I never did. <laughs> but just recently I told myself I wanted um, me and James were actually talking about it so I told myself I wanted to teach myself and learn what I could learn about cryptocurrencies and the blockchain so I guess it's been about three weeks now and I take time like usually before everybody gets up um, and I got this little handy dandy notebook over here this is my crypto journal um <laughs> handy dandy notebook uh, where I you know like everything I everything I read and I learn I write it down so that I can remember it um so like from three weeks ago I have so much more knowledge of this whole entire space so I think that's the one thing that I really followed through on through this whole thing I know it's mm -hmm. you know almost two years into it and it's just like three weeks ago um but that's really when I started getting intentional about being intentional like I want to learn this I know I'm not going to learn it any other kind of way except for if I study um so that's one that's one thing that that I've wow. been doing. so that's three weeks you've been going strong yeah and you got the pocket journal so you're serious about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got my pen here too um, oh yeah as your podcast viewers can't see it but I got a nice pen, a nice journal, and I'll be writing stuff down. And it's 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 like that's like a big thing. Like I'm I'm I like to be organized, and writing things down helps me to organize myself. Um, so whenever I told myself I wanted to do it, I was like, you know, if I'm gonna be serious, I gotta do it the way I know that it's gonna stick with me. So that's why you know I got all that stuff. Yeah, and I also heard you say, you you know, you do what you have to do before everyone gets up. So you have that space, that time to really delve into, you know, what you want to do as far as learning and jotting down notes and things of that nature. That way there's no distractions, you okay. know, it can keep your focus and, you know, concentrating on what you want. So that's pretty cool. Golfing and crypto currency. I like it. Cool. Okay. So let me ask you this. What things have you decided you won't, you will not, excuse me, do anymore as a result of this pandemic? So let me, I can start with that. I think, you know, and of course we didn't have a reason to think otherwise, but you know, when you go to, uh, let's just use children as an example, go to birthday parties and, you know, they have cake and they, blowing out the candles we cutting that out going forward no more of that 
Yeah. No, no more of that. I thought about that and I'm like, I cannot believe how many birthday parties I have attended where the, you know, because I like kids, of oh, course, snap, and they are just blowing all over the cake and we serve it up. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to cut that out going forward. Just pass yeah, this yeah. cupcake. I'll take a cupcake. I'm good. Yep. Or just, you know, I don't need none. I'm just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, or give them their own little cake. Yeah, yeah. You know, the little round cake or whatever, but yeah. So I just thought about that. But what about you guys? Anything you would not do as a result of this pandemic? Because honestly, it makes you think twice about, you know, of course, some of the things that we, you know, normally did before this pandemic happened that we didn't have reason to think, you know, oh, this is cool, you know. But what, a, what about you guys? Um, so I already didn't like buffets before. I will never, ever go to another buffet again in my life. Yeah. Like, ever, ever, never, ever. Not even the Bellagio so buffet in Vegas. And that was one of my favorite buffets. I bet. That's why they all the food out there. <laughs> never. Also, um, I will never not wear a mask if I'm going in public with all these other people. Hmm. Um, okay because I don't you know just kind of looking at like projections and you know all the variants and stuff that's coming out like even like before before all this stuff happened we were people were nasty like you go you got a you got a cold and you just go out and chill you know mm-hmm. <laughs> just people passing your cold along or um if you got a runny nose not even a cold or like a little cough it's like Nobody cared like business as usual, you know. Yeah, they leaning in. You okay? <laughs> yeah, like in their face, like <laughs> all in your personal space. Yeah. Correct. Yes. So, yeah. Um, mask. I'm I'm doing the mask thing from now on, and I don't have a problem with masks. It's cool. It's cool with me, you know. Yeah, it's gonna take an adjustment for us you know, once all of this is over, like you said, some people will basically continue to wear a mask. And for those who, you know, choose not to, I think, you know, just the psychological impact, you know, you walk out and uh, bareface and you're like, oh, let me grab my mask. And then you're like, oh, I forgot this pandemic is over. Like, it's going to take a while to adjust to our new normal, mm-hmm. so to speak. So, um, yeah. I think masks are here to stay for most of us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's, yeah. yeah. Let me think. Uh, um, oh, some some not that I've done this recently, but um, two things. So the I remember we used to play this game at my family reunions all the time when I was younger, the bobbin for apples game. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty disgusting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, no one would be bobbing for apples going forward. Yeah, man, man, like that is pretty, pretty bad. Um, and then the other thing, you know, working from home, you know, meetings and stuff, team meetings, and I told Jasmine about this the other day. Um, I'm never going to eat food from a potluck anymore. Yeah you know, go back to the office and, okay, pandemic and stuff, but there's been literally uh, 
I mean, I can't say everybody, but majority of the people that are on the meetings are sitting there with their cats right there next to the computer. And it's just like, oh, look at my cat or oh, look at my dog. And I'm like, you know, it, it'll be really tough to, to, you know, see that you don't cook, you know, with your dogs in the kitchen or your pets in the kitchen. So I'm good off of that. And uh, I just bring my own food or I just want to eat. <laughs> there you go. I just fellowship. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be some, a lot of changes going forward. Um, but yeah, the buffets, that's out, you know, blowing on the cakes, uh, bobbing for apples. Yeah, we're, we're done with that. That's, that's crazy. I forgot all about bobbing with the apples. I guess you normally do that, what, at cookouts or? Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I, I remember family reunions, we would have like, okay. oh, they got the red bu bucket. And I mean, I like apples a whole lot, so. I was ready, you know. <laughs> I was always up in doing that, you know. But that must be a thing of the South. Yeah, yeah, probably so. <laughs> probably so. They probably have it at a, a state fair. You know, I've never been to a state fair. I've always wanted to go, and um, they do that there too, bobbing for apples. Um. Uh. Yeah. Maybe not now. Maybe. Well, now. no. I don't know. No more. Oh, yeah. yeah, let's hope not. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's bring it back to the home front. So, y'all, two of the coolest people that I know. Um, Thank you. And the reason why I say this, all jokes aside, is because both of you are a young married couple, you know, raised in a super duper amazing little boy, Javon <laughs> BJ. Um, and just, you know, basically handling your business with your careers, with your businesses. And um, I just have a lot of respect for you all. Super proud of, you know, what you do and, you know, how humble you all remain throughout everything that you accomplish and the willingness to share the knowledge and the wisdom for those who will listen. And, um, you know, I just, I think, you know, very highly of you too. Um, and I think Jasmine mentioned this earlier about basically having that time now to be able to pour into BJ since you're home and you have, you know, a lot more time with your quality of life, your work-life balance, basically. So the question I have for you guys is, you know, what elements within your foundation, meaning the home front, has remained the same during this pandemic or intensified as a result of this pandemic? Um, what is it that you guys are intentional about teaching BJ as far as the foundation of how your family is, is built? Mm. What nuggets are you are you all trying to basically uh, pour into him as he grows up as a little a little boy? You know that's going to prepare him for the future. Yeah. Um, let me see. So I, I think maybe I got I don't know. I guess maybe kind of looking at that in my mind, kind of looking like kind of where we started in a sense. You know, I think both Jasmine and I. Um, you know, are kind of like, or I'm gonna just speak for myself. I'll let Jasmine say a piece, but you know, my idea of getting married was like, 
you know, coming in with what I thought, you know, it was like, and, you know, like taking a, from saying, okay, you know, what I think it's about, and this is what I'm going to do, and, you know, getting to a point where it's like, man, brother, you can't be, you can't be selfish, you know what I'm saying? So kind of taking, you know, the things that we've learned and um, uh, like seeing how my parents did it and like, like prime example, you know, uh, <laughs> at least when I was younger, you know, and even, even I say maybe teenage years, it's like, oh, you know, when I get older, I'm gonna beat my kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, my kids ain't gonna go without no space. But then it's like now learning about, uh, what's that, what's the term, Jasmine? Uh, um, Gentle parenting, conscious parenting. Yeah, you know, and and like it's this term that we, you know, learn gentle parenting. It's like okay, like not even being about like oh, I'm gonna just beat my kids for no reason or whatever the case is, but just like where's the lesson that you know could be learned from here, you know? So, um, taken from, uh, you know, the things that I've learned, and it's like okay, like my parents did it this way, you know, I'm gonna try to. Uh, you know, switch it and maybe do it a little bit better, you know, this generation. And then furthermore, you know, my son gets older with his kids for his generation. So um, at least on the, the discipline, discipline aspect and, um, and just kind of sh- just, just trying to realize like, or just seeing how everything that um, like we're doing, whether we are physically teaching them in that situation or not, it's like he's picking up on it. Um, like he was saying some stuff the other day. I'm like, where'd you learn how to say say that? Like he said kite the other day when he opened up the the thing where his kite was, and he hadn't seen that kite in like six months or something like that. So I'm like, yo, dude is super duper smart. So wow. let us and let me, you know, make sure that I'm, you know, doing what I need to do, uh, so that way I can be like the best example of not like, oh, dad always did it 100 right, but. Um, you know, he, he's not afraid of saying, okay, hey, I made a mistake. Okay, son, I'm sorry. You know, uh, like Jasmine, uh, I don't know if you want me to share this or not, but uh, she had something that happened or something and like she felt the need to apologize to him. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he's almost three years old, but, you know, instead of saying, nah, man, you, or no, son, uh, you know, parents are always right because, you know, we, we're not going to get it right 100% of the time. And I feel like that honesty that we'll have um, you know, raising him uh, will just, you know, allow our relationship to be stronger and just kind of keep him in his mind of, you know, hey, my parents didn't always do it the correct way, but they tried their best, you know, on that aspect. And then on the, uh, the financial aspect, because, you know, when he gets older, he's going to have a whole lot of money at our age, like a, like a super duper amount. But yeah, so I, I think that are some things that are kind of, uh, like known amongst us too. And, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Jasmine, but I feel like that, that, that is one thing from my portion that um, it's like, like non-negotiables. It's like, okay, this is what we're going to work toward to uh, help raise him and all our other kids too. Yeah, that's good. You hit the nail on the head on all of them. I was going to um, talk about the whole generational wealth piece, like, that was already a thing before, um, before BJ came along. And, you know, during this pandemic, we started a few businesses, closed a few businesses, but we have one that we're grooming for oh, yeah, yeah. kids. 
so that when he when he's older and he's able to kind of comprehend things that are going on, he'll be in charge of that. So that'll, you know, steer him in the right direction of really knowing you don't always have to work for somebody. You can work for somebody, but you can also work for yourself to, you know, have that passive income or that extra stream of income. Um, so that's one thing. Um, also, uh, I've learned a lot about, <clears throat> um, well, not not really I've learned, I've known it, um, but I mean, everybody everybody doesn't wanna go to college and you know, that's fine. There are, there are ways to, you know, make a living for yourself, whether it be online businesses, whether it be real estate, whether it be investing, whether it be, you know, a lot of different stuff. And the, the school system doesn't always set children up for success. It teaches children how to be workers, not really how to be bosses, if that makes exactly. sense. Um, so even like, you know, starting the account where it doesn't require him to go to school so that he could use the money if he wanted to do different stuff, you know. And we're gonna equip him with all the financial literacy as he gets older and all of this other stuff. Um, so that's that's a big thing that's that's really on our list. Like generation generational wealth is is a major part of living. And you know, as black people, we didn't always get that. Mm -hmm. We we have to change the narrative. Um, right. that's what we're trying to do. And then on the other side, you know, like James said, he's like, kids are smart. Mm -hmm. Like children are smarter than we give them credit for. And a lot of times I think parents get intimidated by how smart kids are. So it's always like this power struggle of I'm right, you're wrong. What I say goes, it doesn't matter what you say and kind of, um, you know, just throwing that mentality out the window because kids are smart. They understand things. They also have feelings and they gotta, you know, get those feelings out somehow, but they don't always know how to, um, I guess, what's the word? Um, feelings, emotions, they don't know how to uh, like control, yes. control express express mm -hmm. like verbally express their emotions so you know just trying to get a handle on that and and really like learning that ourselves because adults have that same issue and if we can't if we can't handle our emotions how do we expect kids always handle their emotions you know people um one thing i heard a few weeks ago was is the way people react to something is based on the tools they have learned and that they have had throughout their lifetime to allow them to react that way. So if, if somebody gets mad at you for something, they only did that because that's the only way they've ever been taught. So um, I try not to allow, you know, things that happen with BJ, things that happen with James, things that happen with myself to really put me in a, a funk because that's the only way they know how to do it. And like, you know, just learning that really like helps in that whole gentle conscious parenting thing because if you understand like hey he's acting out because of something so maybe i need to teach him what this is and how to handle it yeah so that's that's been a um a big thing too and you know always um christianity god praying 
affirmations in the morning, you know, hitting them up with that holy oil before he go to daycare. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's a lot of stuff that, you know, goes into, you know, life that we got to prep him for, that we got to be prepared for. So those are just a few things that have been prevalent, like, before we got married, yeah. and as we got married, and even higher now because we got a kid, so... Yeah, it's like it's like the, the talks that we had before. It's like, man, I wonder how life is going to be, you know, like the type of talks is, and where you want to live, you know, when we get this age, or how you want to have it set up. Um, I think the uh, another part of uh, what we're teaching him is um, just trying to remain humble. You know, I know he doesn't understand what that means now, but, you know, like... Um, him growing up and seeing like okay you know my parents are uh wealthy you know and you know they're, they're handling their finances and stuff but that doesn't like no matter how much money or whatever you have doesn't make you better than you know the person that doesn't have that um and no matter what you know you know it's just a <clears throat> you know learn the opportunity and um so just just having him to you know just just remain humble um, throughout all of that, because it's like, or I guess in another part of it, I heard this, uh, it was a billionaire talking about like, um, yeah, man, you know, when my, my kids aren't getting any portion of my wealth when I die, you know, they all gonna have to work on it I'm like, yeah, or work for it. It's like, hey, man, it's not kind of, kind of tough. Um, but I feel like the lesson in that, um, and I don't know if that person realizes or not, but like, I, I wouldn't feel bad in any way for leaving like the money that we have or the assets that we have to our kids, because I know that our kids are gonna know what to do with those. You know, it's not like, you know, we're gonna raise them to not learn about anything. And then all of a sudden, boom, of course they're gonna squander in that situation. But, you know, you know, but him growing up and us teaching him and, you know, not not neglecting the, the teaching aspect of it and, you know, being there to ask questions and stuff like that. and. You know, just trying to make it fun for him now. So when he gets older, he's like, oh, yeah, I know about money. I know about stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, setting him up for, like you said, generational wealth. So many nuggets, so many nuggets that you both shared, you know, prepping him for the future, setting him up for success and not just giving him the traditional ways, you know, when he becomes of age after high school to say, hey, college or military you all will have a plethora of options <laughs> to basically afford him. And I'm not knocking past generations, you know, you do what you know to do um, based upon the resources, what you have, you know, to do it with. But, you know, I like what Jasmine also stated about gentle parenting. Is that what it's called? And basically being humble enough and not intimidated by him to say, I can say, I'm sorry. Even though I'm the mother, I can say I'm sorry because he's going to need that as he gets older, especially, I think, as a young man growing up, you know, to see that being exuded from his parents. Um, that's going to help him in his relational skills with people. So you guys are sewing, you know, so much into him. And I think with parents, of course, they have the wisdom, they have the experience, the years on us. But you have to understand when you're raising kids, and I don't have kids, but I'm just saying, making this statement, 
you're raising kids that, you know, coming into this world advanced, they have new perspectives, new ideas, you know, outside of what you're accustomed to. So it's not them challenging you and your authority. Sometimes it's just basically offering something else, bringing something else to the table. And like you said, it takes um, mature person to understand that and not be intimidated by that and go back and forth, you know, because I'm the parent, you're the child and have the power struggle because you kind of lose the relationship in all of that. So I like the fact that you all are teaching him while he's young. And this is the perfect time because it's like he's absorbing, like his brain is like a sponge. So he's taking, you know, notes and it's going to stick with him. Um, But yeah, so many nuggets. Um, He's definitely set. And I I believe as you all have more children, you'll do the same for them. Of course, because you'll have different personalities as you have more kids. And you'll have the time to invest and pour into them and do the same thing like you're doing for BJ. And I think when you have multiple kids, I'm assuming the structure is the same. You raise them the same way. But again, like you're raising two different or however many kids that you have, you're raising so many different personalities. You may have to adjust depending on the child. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward. I know, you know, that's down the road, but I'm looking forward to seeing BJ siblings and and how you all were, you know, will basically grow your family and just continue to pour into them. Definitely. So that's why y'all the two coolest people I know. We vibe. We here. (laughs) I'm telling you. I enjoy talking to you both. Definitely. Um, Oh, let me ask you this. So this is kind of lighthearted. So think about prior to this pandemic, right? What's one thing that aggravated (laughs) you about one another? Mm. And it's not to basically, you know, focus on the negativity. I'm trying to make a point here because as a result, of course, of this pandemic, our eyes should be basically open to basically Small things doesn't matter because that's what it is at the end of the day, something small, you know, whatever aggravated you before this pandemic, you look at it now in a whole new perspective and you're like, I can't believe I used to get mad at you about that. Like that's so trivial, that's so small, you know, with all that's going on. So what's one thing about each other that used to aggravate each of you about one another? And now as a result of the pandemic, you're like, I don't even care, do what you gotta do, do you? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> let me think. Sheesh. Um, yeah. When you were saying that question, I wouldn't. I wouldn't prepare for the ending part of the question that doesn't aggravate you anymore. Oh, well, if it still does, okay, Jasmine. Yeah, let, me, let me pay attention. Keep it real. <laughs> Keep it real. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. James has this habit of taking his socks off in the bed. And when I wake up, I got socks at the end of my bed. Right. Do I get a moment to justify? <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say is, it's been about a month and there hasn't been any socks in the bed. So that. Oh. Found them yet. <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah, I'm doing good then. So that, does that still act like that's still that's still like because uh, I remember the most recent time it happened, you was like, 
Like, boo, you suck. So, so that's how, how, how do you look at it after, you know? Well, why does it aggravate you, Jasmine? Yeah. Don't hop on that. Why does it aggravate you? I don't know. Like, but why you got to, who sleeps in their socks? That'd be, you sleep in your socks too? Um, I don't sleep in my socks. I just need to, I need to get them. I need to, I need to have them like at the first part I'm about to go to sleep, then slide them off. So that way, you know. Okay, maybe it's just me. That, I don't know. I'll be trying to, if I'm trying to make up the bed and then, oh, it's a bump in the covers. Oh man, it's some socks right here. Why are these socks? Oh, because you took them off in the bed. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I, I didn't think that was just me though. I feel, feel kind of attacked on this podcast right now. Because y'all, y'all be wearing <laughs> <laughs> Let me just stay in my lane as the interviewer. I'm going to stay in my lane. <laughs> all right, boo, it's on you. <laughs> all right, so. Well, y'all uh, doing good if it's just socks. <laughs> oh, some, uh, or I think my son hit the car alarm outside, but um, yeah, so. Okay, yeah, Jasmine. She will be on her phone, right? And say, say for example, I'm driving, right? I can't look at her phone. She'll be on her phone, and then she, you know, she's like, "Oh snap!" And I'm like, "What?" And then she just she don't say nothing, and she's like, "What?" I'm like, "What? What is it?" Or you know, like, like whoa, you know, she'll see like a post or something. It's like I'm like, okay, she about to, I'm about to say, "What is?" It? She be like, "Yo, this, this is, this is happening," but she won't say anything. And I'm like, Jasmine. What is it? And then Jasmine, come on now. And then she finally tells me, it's like, oh my goodness, like, you know, like she got you in suspense. Yeah, you know, I'm like, man. Um, as you can see, I haven't been working on that, that uh, you know, how I look at it during the pandemic. <laughs> so I'm feeling the same type of way. I see it still aggravates you both, the socks and the uh facial expressions and the uh outward burst jasmine on yeah, the phone like, and not like, relaying oh, what's going oh. on to james while he's driving what is it or we'd be sitting on the couch you know and it's just like the same <laughs> what is it oh i got one more thing it doesn't it still kind of bothers me but it doesn't bother me as much as it used to so if i cook right mm-hmm. you know after you cook you got to put the leftovers in the fridge mm-hmm. i do not like when a whole pot is put in the refrigerator. The food, the, the pot that sure enough, don't like it. it. I do not like it. It still bothers me a little bit, but it doesn't happen that often now okay. because you know I made such a big fuss about it before, right? But that is a thing that occasionally happens. Yeah. But it's it's not as bad as it was. So yeah. Okay, well, okay. I guess I expected this to kind of turn out a different way. Um, <laughs> well, are we doing good? <laughs> no, the whole point, I mean, transparency, that's good. The whole point yeah. was basically, well, I think, like Jasmine said, it doesn't frustrate you both as much. Yeah. And so my whole point is with this pandemic, I even look at things that, you know, kind of used to aggravate me, and I'm still working on that too. Take, I mean, traffic, for instance. When I'm in traffic now, whenever I do go out, I'm not as aggravated as I normally, as I was before, put it like that. I'm just like, I'll get there when I get there. Mm. And um, 
I don't know. I've noticed the the shift. Now I'm not the person that's on the road road rage and all of that, but I'm just saying, you know, traffic just aggravates me because I'm I honestly just don't like it. But so now if I go somewhere and the highway is backed up, I'm like, I'll get there when I get there. You know, just turn your music on, just relax and and just take it. You know, however it may come. But the whole point was basically because of so much that's going on with this pandemic, it kind of it should um, shift us um, and see things differently and just look at those things and really just, is it really that serious? You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything that's going on, not to, um, you know, say anything negative about your responses, but, you know, there's still some things that still aggravate me. It's, you know, it's the action part is going to take a while, but I mean, you guys are making progress because Jasmine said it doesn't aggravate her as much. The pot is not in the refrigerator as much. So I think there is progress that has been made during this pandemic. You know what I mean? So, and maybe it's not even the point of the pandemic. Maybe it's just growth in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you see the reaction from each of you. And you're like, I don't want her to feel that way. I don't want him to feel that way. So let me do this. Let me do that differently or, you know. So it was yeah. a little exercise that I was trying. I didn't know it would flow like this though. <laughs> No, but no, on a on a serious note there, I think like um I think, you know, even like at the beginning when we were saying, you know, you can't always just take things day by day because it kind of gets, you know, kind of lax. But I think in in some in some cases, those things that aggravate you that you try to, you know, like make yourself better with. Mm -hmm. Those kind of things I think you gotta take day by day. Cause you can't you can be intentional about it. But just like you in your own self, in your own head, doesn't doesn't always allow you to react right. the way you want to react. So I think those things, you know, the socks, the pots, the outburst, you just gotta take them, <laughs> take them as they come, because they don't happen every day. Right. You just take them, take them as they come, and try to get better with each time that they happen. And for some things, it's gonna take a while. It's it's gonna take an adjustment, and you know. Just having that patience, that that space for one another to change or to adjust, um, to make progress, and actually to celebrate each other. I appreciate you don't leave your socks in the sheets. I appreciate you didn't put the whole pot in the refrigerator. You know things of that nature. So, no, I definitely get it. And I, I you know, with all of us, is is something that you know we could say the same colleagues, family members, kids, what have you. So it's just, I guess I just look at the big picture, even when I check myself, when something gets me upset and I'm like, well, why am I really upset about this? And you know, you yeah, try yeah. to pick it apart and try to see what what's the root of this? What, what's the real issue going on? So, and then you just think about so much that's going on around you and you're like, it's not even that serious. It is what it is. So. But no, that's that's cool. That was that was pretty interesting. That was fun. <laughs> um, so let's flip it. What characteristics have enhanced within each of you, yourself, on an individual basis, and what characteristics have you seen within one another that has enhanced? Um, I would say the communicative nature. Is that a word, communicative? We can roll with it, I believe so. Okay. <laughs> let, me, let me Google it. Right, ask Siri. Um, 
that is like, I think we both like speaking for myself and speaking in what I see in James, like mm -hmm. we can talk about nice. Okay, it's a word it for y'all. <laughs> James, ready you should to... say, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it says ready to talk or impart information. Yeah, like we, I don't think we've ever, like we've always been good with like talking to each other, talking to things. But now it's like, we could about just talk through anything, you know? Like if something is bought, like we don't go for long periods of time, like long periods of time could even be just like an hour without, you know, bringing up something that is bothering us or, you know, just like anything we want to talk about. I think that that portion of our relationship has been enhanced so much because you can't, you can't be hauled up in a house for two years with somebody and not talk, you know? Exactly. Um, so with me, with him talking to, to BJ or, you know, whatever, like our communication skills have, you know, 10 times, a hundred times, you know, so. Wow. That's yeah. good. Communication is, yeah, that's important. You can't function without communication, in my opinion, you know, within a relationship. You have to be able to know how to communicate and to communicate effectively. Um, definitely an advocate for healthy communication. Because my thing is we can disagree, but we don't have to be disagreeable. So you keep that line of respect and, you know, talk it out. So, and I think you grow your friendship for one another in those settings. You know, and I know you're married, but you have a friendship aspect to it. Yeah. And so when you are able to communicate with one another, I think that's really good. That's my best friend. Oh, love you. My <laughs> best friend, my BFF. Back, definitely. Yeah, and I and I mean, you know, like pandemic, doing you know, seeing seeing her more often and stuff like that. It's like, you know, that's one one thing, and it's cool because it's like I promise you, like. She'd be looking finer every day. <laughs> and that, no cap, you know what I'm saying? None. <laughs> I'm like, man, like, what? Then, you know, she switched it up on me. And I'm like, whoa, girl. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, but uh, yeah, you know, like, like Jasmine said, you know, we always been uh, the type, like the other day, like, man, I, she cooked this big old vegan meal for me, man. You know, I think it was two days before my birthday and it, I ate some and then I ate some more and I was playing my little game. I, then at night I, let, I ate some more. Tell me why I accidentally left the food out, man. All night, had to throw it away. She slaved over that meal, cooking it and it was delicious. And she woke up the next morning like, yeah, I'm about to go eat that. And she was sitting on the couch where so he had to throw it away, man. She was upset and I felt bad like i felt really bad so you know she wasn't she wasn't my friend at the time um but uh you know we was just you know and it was a work day too so I, i'm like what what i think i asked her like oh i, I think i asked her something I'm trying to you know hey, he said you want some hash browns yeah 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 because yeah yeah i went, <laughs> went, went out and i was you want some hash browns she's like no i want no hash browns like dang well i was feeling bad um but then uh you know, it's the thing we got. We, you know, if something happened or whatever, we come back. Like, you my friend now. 
Oh, we be like, nah, you wasn't my friend. It was like, what? No, you wasn't my friend. It's like, okay, so let's just let's just squash it. And um, I'm a, I'm gonna try to I'm definitely trying to make sure I don't lead a step. I'm like, I didn't do it on purpose and stuff, but but yeah, that that is my girl, and um, so happy to get to do life with her. Yes, indeed. That's the turnaround time. So, you yeah. know, you didn't go days and days and weeks yeah. and, you know, not speaking to one another. So, I mean, and sometimes you need that break um, yeah. to be able to come around each other and, and talk and things of that nature. So that's, that's huge because you're going to have slip ups from both of you. Um, like you said, do some things to aggravate you or frustrate you. <laughs> And you know you have that space to vent or just kind of distance yourself and then come back together. That's the most important part. <clears throat> the time in between to get it settled to yeah. resolve it and not let it, you know, allow you to become angry and bitter and resentful and, and letting it just go to a, a level that it doesn't have to go. So that's that's good, definitely. Um, what do you value about one another? What are some things that you value about Jasmine James? Hmm. So some things I value about Jasmine is as much as she is, and, and this is something that I that I realized recently, as much as she is about making sure that I'm good making sure that my son's good, making sure that the house is in order, making sure this is that. Cause she, like she said, she's a, a really like beast mode planner. Like it's crazy how organized she is, but um, I value that in all of that, she knows and figures out when she needs to like take time for herself. And I, and I value that she is uh, learning that and exploring um, that aspect of like taking care of herself and being what Jasmine needs for Jasmine. And I, I, I value that the most about her. That's good. What about you, Jazz? What you value uh, about James, girl? Mm -hmm. What do I value about so I, <clears throat> so I'm 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 gonna um, piggyback. Off that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so don't let James fool you. He he knows when he needs to take time for himself too. And I, like I would I would never know that if he didn't tell me. So I appreciate and I value the fact that he does. Um, whether it be he want to play the game or. He want to go swing at the golf range or whatever. Um, I, I also value that he, like, he, he, al he always tries to make things easier for me. It may not be evident at the time that he's trying to make things easier for me, but he always tries to make things easier for me. If it, as, like, washing the dishes, cleaning the bathroom, washing clothes, taking BJ outside for a little bit, um, getting some food on the way home or something, you know, he just, you know, he, cause 
you know, the, the, the stereotypical thought of a woman is they do every, everything all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I value that he does not allow that stereotype to be me, if that right. makes sense. Like he's, he's man enough to, to be the man of the house, not just bring home the bacon and, <laughs> you know, I mean, bring home the pig cutting up, what, you know, the phrase, right? Bring right. on the veggies. <laughs> oh yeah, we vegan, we vegan. Right. <laughs> no bacon in the house. But just being, being able to be um, him and not worry about what others think. So that's that's like that's like more more than what I just said. So making things easier and James doesn't care. I, I value that he doesn't care what anybody thinks about him. He's gonna do what he wants to do, how he wants to do, and you know he's not easily influenced by you know all of this stuff. Like he could easily be out here talking about, oh, I'm not doing this. I'm a man. I'm not taking. Yeah. I, I'm not taking care of my son like that. I'm a man. I'm not giving my son no kiss. I'm a man, you know, and like he doesn't. He doesn't let like society dictate what kind of man he is, and I, and I value that a whole lot. Wow, that's that's good. Y'all don't have the, like you said, the classic gender roles that yeah. some people may have, where women do this, men do that, and you all, you guys, you know, help help out. I guess wherever help is needed. That's the key. Lift the weight off of each other. So that's, that's really good. I like that. Um, Let's talk about spiritual side of things. Is there anything that you guys have been doing as far as your um, walk with Christ to enhance during this time, you know, joining discipleship groups, um, witnessing um, or fellowshipping with other believers. Um, what have you, you know, done on the spiritual side to sustain you during this pandemic? What what seems to help? Um, both of you? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Oh, it's okay. Go. Uh, aside, okay, I'm good. Aside from like, because um, we started going back to church, or I started going back to church um, in, uh, I think it might have been June. Okay, July. Um, and aside from that, you know, like, uh, we always have, you know, like, uh, like fasting or um, a prayer, you know, and I guess just trying to get kind of consistent with it, you know. Um you know, one of the things we weren't doing for a long time when Jasmine mentioned the oil, anointing our son with the oil um, and us every morning. Um, and then we just noticed like, I mean, I'm not going to claim this, but children get sick, you know. Um, and it kind of seemed I'm like, man, what? Like, it seemed like he was getting kind of, you know, more. So, so you know, start, start pleading that blood of Jesus on him and, um, you know, uh, putting that oil on him and praying in the mornings and, you know, seeing that, you know, with him. Um, Cause I, I feel like, I feel like we've, we've always been like, uh, like know about church. Right. But I feel like in our separate journeys of like our individual um, 
walks with God, I feel like, you know, as it, it always would be like, it's not like, like perfect. Um, but I think, you know, as we, as we, you know, continue to go like this weekend, I think it'd be the first time where like, everybody's going back to church, you know, with the pandemic and stuff. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm excited about that, but, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like there's more that definitely we could do. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, I think we're just doing those things, you know? That's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I know for me, discipleship groups, mm-hmm. a couple that I'm in right now, and just having that place to um, be able to fellowship and to receive the encouragement um, and also the support, um, you know, because it is a lot that's going on. Um, and, you know, you do what you can within your own personal devotional time with God. And then sometimes, you know, it's good to get around other believers so you can have that setting where they, you know, positivity, they uplift, they encourage. Most importantly, they'll pray with you, pray for you. So um, that's been my thing um, that I've done more of during this pandemic is join the discipleship groups and just connecting um, with people in more smaller intimate settings um, versus the large crowd um, and really getting to know people and has really increased my, my, my walk, <clears throat> excuse me, my walk with Christ and um, just being able to be transparent, you know, yeah. from challenges that you may have and it's a safe space to be able to do so with no judgment. So it's been a couple, like I said, that I've joined and that has really helped. Um, but yeah, I tend to ask people, you know, what they do on a regular basis to sustain them um, with all of this. So that definitely has worked for me. So that's, that's good. So let's see relationally. I think Jasmine, she was saying this earlier about not really seeing the extended family members, you know, being closer, of course, with your immediate families, but you know, with this pandemic, it's been some isolation, not being able to go to family events or you know, birthday parties, things of that nature, spend the holidays together. So do you all have something that you do to keep the lines of communication open with your extended family members? Um, is there something that you're wanting to do more of? to keep that connection or that line of communication open and to keep that bond strong and, you know, so it won't decline, you know, cause I think that's a challenge for a lot of people. I think it's not really a challenge now. Um, everybody's using uh, virtual platforms, but um, it just, it gives you innovative ways to connect with your family when you can't physically be there with them so have you guys been doing things along the lines to to keep those lines of communication open and 
keep those relationships going well. Um, so we got the um, family, the, the family Zoom. Mm-hmm. Wait, you, you know the moderator? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we was doing that every week for a while. We were doing yeah. that every week for a while. And that was, that was really nice. And you know, it kind of dies off whenever, you know, people start going back out and start doing stuff and, you know, they forget. But while it was happening, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. And we got that, that cousin's chat. So that was, that's pretty cool as well. Um, and then on my, on the other side of my family, um, my dad's side, we started doing um, a family Zoom called Two, which is cool. And because I think I I would see my dad's side of the family a lot more than I would see um, my mom's side. So Christina, our side, I didn't I didn't get right. to see as much, you know, growing know. up. You know, y'all was up there, and you know, we was in the same place. But um, but it's it's been really good to at least get to see everybody now and then because you know like I said I didn't I didn't see um my family that's in another state nearly as much as I saw my family that was in the same state so actually being able to see like over those weeks that we were seeing each other every week I think that's the most I had seen them like ever in my life and it's like yo this is this is I mean it it sucks that it has to be like this but it's still really nice because you know, you get to see face, you get to, you get to laugh and you get to joke around and you get to talk and it's just, it's just cool how it, how it works out. It's, it's amazing what you think of, um, like the blessings that curses actually bring about, if that, if that makes sense. So the curse being COVID, it's not a curse, but I don't know another word for it right now, but the blessing is, you know, everybody is hip to this new technology that allows us to connect more than we ever, ever have, so. Exactly. We can remain unified even though, you know, we're not physically there. Yeah. Yeah. These virtual platforms have taken over, but yeah, exactly. What about you, Jane? Um, Yeah, I, uh, you know, I I took took a liking to what, um, you know, Jasmine, side is doing the um, um, zoom calls and stuff um, you know to see everybody and I think one day last year they were talking about like stocks and stuff so it's like oh you know um, but yeah it, it's kind of cool and um, you know I, I don't know if it's like some of the people that I know um, are close friends with uh, it seems like they're like it's always the same thing like yeah man you know I used to see my peeps a lot when I was younger, but as I got older, you know, like family reunions used to be popping when I was younger. Now you get older mm-hmm. and it's like, uh, you know, <laughs> scarce. So, um, yeah, we we don't do too much of, I mean, majority of my family's in Fayetteville um, around where we live at. So we don't do too much um, virtual, um, you know, virtual connection, but like, uh, I think this would be the second or this past August, we this was the second year that the uh, reunion was canceled in person, but we did like a Zoom, you know, for the weekend and, you know, seeing people, uh, seeing people like that. So, yeah, I think just kind of looking at it as, you know, like what, what, what do we have? What can we do? And let's just make the best of what we have and um, take it like that, you know, so we don't have to, you know, risk people getting sick and stuff and, 
you know, you know, just just trying to keep that, keep that, uh, keep that connectivity, because, you know, I don't know. It's like you see people. It's like, man, like I know for some of my cousins, you know, when I was younger, I really didn't like talk a lot, mm-hmm. but you know, now it's like you know, connecting with them. It's like, yo, what's up, man? And, you know, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, I think it's bringing families closer uh, because of the distance. And um, I think it will be a lot of uh, family reunions to come as a result of this ending. Seriously, I think it's going to be more of a push for families to get together often um, Mm -hmm. because you know, during the course of this pandemic, a lot of people lost their lives. Yeah. So you just look at time differently now as a result. And you just want to spend as much time you can as you can with your family. And um, just get together. And like you said, when you get together with your family, that's where you can just be you, relax, have fun, joke around, and, you know, just enjoy each other's company. So um, although like Jasmine said, you know, this pandemic has taken place. It has given us a lot of ways to connect, stay connected with one another. And I believe that going forward, it will be embedded in our minds of how to maintain that closeness and not allow the distance, you know, days on end without calling your family to check in. So you'll be more intentional about checking in on people. And with that being said, that's the reason why I wanted to have you all on tonight, you know, for the first episode, coming back, recording, um, because when we talk, um, it's a really good time. And, you know, you want to, you don't want to take for granted that people are doing well. You want to ask questions and, and honestly, see how people are really doing. So that's what tonight was all about. And I wanted to share it with you all who's listening. Um, Hopefully, some things that you have heard has ministered to you or uh, touched your heart or you can learn from what was shared. Um, That's what the family room is all about, is positivity, spreading the love, um, and lifting people up, encouraging people. So that's all I had. James and Jasmine, I appreciate you all coming through and allowing me this uh, time to ask some questions and, and chit chat and whatnot. So you guys have any last thoughts you want to share? Anything you want to say to the yeah. people? Yeah, I just want to say uh, thank you so much for having us on and, um, you know, continue continue what what you're doing and, uh, you know, you're gonna, gonna change some lives for the positive for all of this. And if you ain't, if you haven't yet, Make sure you tune in to the, uh, I forgot the name. The family room. Make sure you tune into the family room because this is where you're going to come to get all your nuggets and all everything you need to take back so you can have that booming family. And uh, yeah, you don't, you don't want to miss what she got going on and to be the first, what? Mm. All right. We're honored and very appreciative that you've done so much yeah. to have us as the first guest. Of course. I, as soon as I thought about, you know, how to come back and, you know, do the episodes, so let me talk to my family. Let me have 
each of not everybody I can't we have a big family but <laughs> you know <laughs> select few on you know for some upcoming episodes and the first two people boom James and Jasmine it's a done deal so I appreciate you all taking the time and you know because I know you have a busy schedule and you know things going on so taking the time out to you know sit and talk like I said that's big that's huge to me I definitely appreciate it so well there you have it kings and queens I hope like I said you heard something that ministered to your heart um I hope we shared something that's beneficial to you so you can use within your families, within your marriages, raising your kids, because they shared a lot of nuggets in each of those areas. But I just, on an ending note, I want to encourage everyone to be the best human being possible. The best human being possible. And the only way that I know to do that is to incorporate Christ in your life. As a believer, Jesus can orchestrate his power to work within us and give us the will to be our best, give us the desire to be our best, and to enable us to make the decision to be our best. It will not work without him. I know I cannot do anything without Jesus. So nothing is accomplished within our own works. It's all through Christ. And I'm so glad to be led by the best. So it starts with you. Make the right decision today to give your life to Christ. There's no way with everything that's going on that I would be living without a covering. So like I said, I hope you all enjoy. I hope you all will tune in to the upcoming episodes we have lined up for you. Um, just talking about an array of topics. So stay connected, tune in and uh, subscribe, like, share, follow, do what you got to do. And uh, with that being said, you all stay encouraged, be blessed, and we're signing off. Have a good night. Thank you for tuning in to the Family Room Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Feel free to leave a comment and share your thoughts on our Instagram page, the underscore family underscore room underscore podcast. You can also leave a voice message on Anchor at https colon forward slash forward slash anchor dot fm forward slash christina hyphen stevenson the number four forward slash message stay connected with the family room podcast by subscribing on all available platforms apple podcasts google podcasts spotify breaker pocket casts and radio public remember to go out into the world and copy and paste love today each one, love one, and stick with it. Until next time, God bless.